Amnon Afatolwa for Boz News. Fears that South Africa could be ejected out of the African Growth and Opportunity Act, or AGOA, appear to have abated after the 40th Forum at Nazarek in Johannesburg. South Africa is pinning its hope on an early 2024 U.S. Congress renewal of AGOA, which would continue the country's duty-free access to the United States. AGOA is due to expire in September 2025. And joining me is a senior lecturer at Northwest University, Dr. Prit Krokom, who is also a political analyst. Hi, Dr. Krokom. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm well. Thanks a lot. Well, having attended the 20th AGOA Forum at Nasrek, what is your assessment? Are we out of the danger zone now? Well, uh, you'll be optimistic if you think South Africa is out of the danger zone because our foreign policy regime is so unstable. Uh, it, it seems to there's no coherence. In other words, we are not uh, uh, impartial. We're not pro-West. We certainly, uh, been, I think in the recent, the past month, we have uh, realigned our relationship with Russia. We have reevaluated our views on what's happening in Ukraine. So I think that has been moderated. Uh, just uh, this morning, uh, uh, the South African, the DIRCO, uh, our foreign affairs have recalled all the the, the staff from the, our South African embassy in, in, in Israel. So it is possible that we could uh, end up in some controversial middle land again, no man's land again in the next few weeks or next few months. But it seems like the Americans have more or less settled. Uh, when I listened to Catherine Tai when she was here, there was no doubt in her mind that uh, South Africa is part and parcel of this African free trade agreement that is being uh, considered by the Americans. Uh, there was no talk about uh, South Africa being marginalized or removed. Uh, and uh, uh, quite frankly, the reason why I wrote in the Frey Birkblatt that I think uh, the, the whole debate has subsided a bit and the, the anger is out of the thing is I think geopolitics is almost more important than tra- trade politics. In other words, if you remove South Africa, from this free trade agreement that we have with America's AGOA agreement, I think politically there's just too much that the Americans have to give up. And you will literally hand South Africa's policy on a plate to the Chinese and the Russians and all sorts of other opportunistic interests. And for now, I think the Americans feel they have some influence. They have managed to convince the South Africans to moderate their policy as far as Russia and Ukraine is concerned. So I, I think they'll think they have some influence and there are lots of discussions Minister Patel, Imran Patel, uh, um, has been visiting America quite regularly lately. Uh, he's spoken to a number of people in Congress uh, and in the, in, in, the, in the White House uh, and the American uh, uh, trade regime. And I think there's, there's, there's some sort of agreement that, that you can build something constructive, uh, regardless of South Africa's uh, ambiguous foreign policy sometimes. Well, it seems um, that that is the Biden administration that wants this. It's the Biden. It's the Biden administration. Look, Joe Biden has a long history with liberation movements. He was pro-ANC as long as I can remember. When I was a young man, he was pro-ANC. His uh, affinity for liberation politics had not subsided. And I think that that is partially what's keeping this relationship up. So he is fighting... Uh, I think also Anthony Blinken is giving South Africa the benefit of the doubt. I, there are some individuals within the Congress, for instance, who are a little bit more insecure as far as South Africa is concerned and who are probably pro- proactive campaigning for a review of South Africa's position. But I also think that to argue that eventually Congress will turn against South Africa, I think uh, it, it is very, very unlikely. The Biden do need the Congress to support him uh, in this. 
But I think I think South Africa is not that much of an issue in American politics. I think it's quite possible that they will they get the majority to continue with a with a GOA agreement. Uh, yeah. What sense did you get about geopolitics? Do you think it's important for them, you know, to counter this influence of China on Africa? Geopolitics precede trade politics. Trade politics come about as a consequence of geopolitics. And the Americans will always uh, uh, pursue stability in geopolitics and then seek to consolidate that relationship with preferential trade agreements. And it's much more important to them that in Southern Africa especially, but in Africa in general, that they have the type of foothold which they can think that serve their interest in some other way. I, I'm not 100% sure why the Americans and the Chinese, except for the fact that we export raw commodities to, to those countries. I'm not 100% sure why they make such a fuss about Africa. We don't have a middle class. We don't have purchasing power. Uh, there's not a lot that they can export to South Africa. There's not a lot that they import from from South Africa, except for raw materials. Uh, the, the relationship between South Africa and America is a little bit more complicated in the sense that the Americans actually do invest in supply chains and in value chains in South Africa. The motor manufacturing and motor assembly plants in South Africa is a significant part of the trade between South Africa and, and America. And, it, and it, it is important. That, uh, if it wasn't for those agreements, and of course the tax rebates that the South African taxpayer gives to these motor manufacturing and assembly plants, it wouldn't have existed, but I think that part of the of, of the trade is, is of incredible importance for both parties, South Africa and uh, for the Americans. So South Africa is actually of the 30, 34 countries that still belong to the AGO agreement. South Africa is the only one with really with supply chains and value chains that can benefit uh, from trade relationships in America. The other countries don't have that. They are exporting raw commodities or they get benefit in some small way in uh, uh, Princess metals, etc. But it, 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 some, uh, I can't even think. There's nothing particularly strong that you get out of any other of these other thirty countries. South Africa is the only one with a, a supply chain and a value chain connection to the American economy. And of course, uh, we also export a lot of uh, citrus and fruit and agricultural products uh, products to, to America. So we are a participant. But you would just remember that once we enter the European market or the, once we enter the American market, we still have to compete with. American goods and services that are produced in America and that are imported from other uh, countries and other continents in the world. So we just get the benefit that we not extra additionally don't pay additional taxes, but we still have to compete on that side. So uh, if we want to say embed this trade relationship, we will have to do something about our infrastructure, about electricity, our railroads, our logistic system. Otherwise, we will lose some of these benefits because we cannot compete with American uh, producers and American uh, service providers. So what about this timeline of early 2024 renewal? Is that realistic? I, I'm not 100% sure about that. It would it, be very difficult. Remember, they, the Americans, what they seek to pursue is an African trade agreement, and that will take a lot more discussions. And uh, it, it's a complex, complex network of relationships that have to be established, and it will be industrially related and service sector related. So I, I'm not sure that it can be done next year. Uh, I think it's more likely that it will happen in by 2025. We will have concluded much of that. It will be extended. And then I think what the real uh, benefit of this uh, discussion is that's, uh, at the go was it seems like the Americans buy to the idea that this Agoa agreement must stretch over a longer period of time. They talk about 10 years. 
Because if you want a real investment in South Africa's supply lines and value chains, you will need time to benefit those who risk capital and resources in your value chains and in your supply chains. And, and now five years is just is just too short. Ten years seems to be beneficial. Twenty years is actually a real uh, gives you the real advantage uh, of such an investment. Uh, but I think there's agreement among the Americans that 10 years is something that they will pursue in 2025. So what if um, Trump becomes president again? Well, Trump was president and he didn't touch this at all. So I think many of the people who think that, well, the Republicans will remove South Africa or Trump will remove South Africa. In fact, Trump's policies on Russia is much more controversial than that of South Africa. Trump's ideas on what is happening in the Middle East and in Israel is much more controversial in South Africa, I think they can hardly remove us or South Africa from these from Magoa uh, because of uh, our um, ambiguous policies and the uh, foreign policies on these two specific events. Uh, if that Trump is a president, and uh, by the way, Trump was there and he didn't remove South Africa. So, when you were at the conference, did you get the feeling that there's this did the two groups actually agree on the way forward? Look, the, the devil is always in the detail. So when they sit on the stage and they talk, uh, they say all these nice things to each other. You don't know what happens behind the scenes. But uh, I, I did get the sense when uh, you listen to uh, to Ty and you listen to Ramaphosa, and especially if you listen to Ibrahim Patel, and I think he's right at the heart of the thing, and some of the business people that had been at the heart of the thing, I think there was there was, there was was never a discussion that South Africa will be removed. That was not at, on the table at all. The, uh, the Ukraine was not on the table at all. The Middle East was not on the table at all. What they talked about was the African trade agreement and the likeliness and, and the time periods. They talked about the technical details. And I think if they say, uh, Catherine Tai says that we work from the basis that we will renew it and that we will expand it, that we will develop it and we will think about it in broader African terms. I think that was the honesty of the discussion, the integrity of the discussion that did go on there. They, as it is, I think that the idea that South Africa can be removed because of our foreign policy stance is precipitated. I don't think it's on the table anymore now. Uh, unless we do something really, really stupid, which is not impossible when the Lady Pandora the element, uh, Dirko. But unless we do something really stupid, I, I can't see that we'll be removed anytime soon. Something stupid like? Well, we've just kicked uh, out there. If, if, if they find that we actually do export arms to, to, to Russia or we export uh, arms to to Hamas, for instance, or we show direct support for Hamas. Just remember, in terms of American law, Hamas is a terrorist organization. We are not uh, allowed to trade with them, to export arms to them, to support them in any way, unless we do that. The Americans don't mind if we support the Palestinian cause. That, that is a, that, 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 there's a lot of integrity in, in supporting the Palestinian state because the Americans are also in favor of a two-state solution. But the Americans will not tolerate support for Hamas, and I think they shouldn't support if you have an affinity or a relationship with Hamas. And Lady Pandor, when she, when she had discussions with Hamas, she was walking a very, very thin line. But still, I don't think that will lead to us being kicked out of, of, of Goa. But I think she really offended the Americans when she started to talk to Hamas because that's one of the things that the, the Americans feel strongly about, and that is uh, if you entertain uh, the views of what they perceive to be terrorist organizations, your foreign policy is contrary to their interests. Dr. Pete Crocombe, thank you so much. Thank you very much.